Okay, this is Inner City Press's podcast for today, Tuesday, April 6th, 2021, here in the Southern District of New York Courthouse. We're covering more than 10 cases, but we just finished covering a Insurrection Blues case. Yet, Yes, this is about the January 6th events in the Capitol. The defendant, Ronnie Sandlin, incarcerated, in, incarcerated and subject to review by District of the District of Columbia Judge Dabney L. Friedrich. It was a lengthy proceeding, in fact, more than two hours, and it, it went all over the place. The government emphasized that Mr. Sandlin was born in Mexico, but his defense lawyer, Mr. Smith, said he left as an infant and, and has no connections there at all. It was kind of a strange reversal for the current DOJ to be making that argument. But I digress. What jumped at, at me most, and people can disagree about uh, what Mr. Sandlin did and whether he had a knife in the Capitol and uh, his videos and his tax debt, you can find the thread at Inner City Press on Twitter. What jumped out to me is that Sandlin spoke for himself, which often doesn't happen in these detention hearings. Uh, it happens at sentencing, but not at detention hearings, because you have a trial that may, may, may be upcoming. He kept his, his remarks tightly focused on, on why he should be released and that he felt shame about what happened. But he also alleged uh, a regime of retaliation by corrections officers, including a fellow January 6th uh, uh, defendant who he says was beaten so badly by a correction officer that he lost his sight. This seems like a pretty serious thing to be said, and I was, I was a bit surprised that Judge Friedrich didn't jump on that and look into it. Uh, we, I guess, will. Um, but this, he was not released, but it sounds like he's going to be released because the judge has arranged to, by Thursday, that would be April 8th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, to have a second proceeding and speak with his parents who live near Memphis and get their commitments to the conditions of release and to monitoring. She also said that iPhones can't be monitored, so I guess he's got to go Android. But it's an interesting case, and uh, I'll be doing a story about it, but uh, you can also find the blow-by-blow on Twitter. Meanwhile, as we were doing it, here's from D.C. Speaking of D.C., speaking of D.C., the current Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, uh, announced the public designation, that means essentially sanctions, of a representative in the Paraguay legislature, Ulysses Rolando Quintano Maldonado, due to his acts facilitating transnational organized crime. And what many people that I know would wonder is, what about Juan Orlando Hernandez of Honduras? This man has been shown to have taken briefcases of cash to himself traffic narcotics, not facilitate actual trafficking. So we'll wait for that. We'll also wait for the UN, which is propped up JOH by uh, sending a panel to facilitate his stolen election last time and by having a representative, Ms. Shackelford, who takes selfies with him and by Antonio Guterres bragging about $50,000 he got from Juan Antonio Hernandez, which apparently Juan Orlando apparently came from El Chapo, because he's a well-known funder of Juan Orlando's campaigns, and for the U.S. mission, frankly, and the U.S. State Department, or Mr. Blinken, to do something about all of this, including Antonio Guterres's now 1,008-day ban on inner city press asking any questions at the U.N. briefing, or entering the building in any way. Sheer censorship, absolute lawlessness that must be confronted. The three-and-a-half-minute drill, inner city press, Matthew Russell Lee, to be continued. <laughs>